was too close. Ah, greetings. What are you doing here? My wife was cheating on me. Yeah, with me. Really? Um... I don't need this kind of garbage from you. Watch your mouth. That's it. I'm done talking with you. You've got under my skin one too many times. I'll bury you down here. Wait! Listen to what you're saying! You're... you're angry! Don't give in to it! That leads to the dark side! Ugh! You tried to kill me! Hey, it was just a joke! Well, it certainly didn't amuse us. Ugh! Hey, watch it! Jaden, do it. I'm sorry, Rosh. You're right. You... I almost let my anger get the Shut best... Shut up, fool! Oh, great. I'm gonna get you for that! Great, let's go! I'll be... Yes! He's dead. Finally. No, I'm unconscious. Oh. Well, let's go. Tell me everything you know about the Disciples of Ragnos. Please, make it quick, though. I ran into some trouble back there, and it might be following me. Woohoo! If it isn't the Freak from the Academy. Hello, Freak! Tavion! This stops here. I am a Sith now. My power is supreme. Prepare to die. <laughs> Shit. That's not good. Marco Ragnos. How do you do? What? Now, I am a Jedi Knight. Congratulations. Thanks. Now, if you will excuse me, I must return. Huh. I wasn't expecting that. Rest peacefully. What are you doing here? I was starting to get worried. Any problems? You were useless. Right. What happened here? Well, it's kind of a long story. Great. Save it, Kyle. What did I ever do to you? Come on, let's get out of here. There they are! Attack! Well, how about you try shooting the bastards? Ah! Yeah! Whatever. <laughs> Stop that, Grosh. Or I will kill you. What happened? I was unconscious. Kyle, I feel you are ready to piss. You may be right. Oh, not anymore. Nice word, Kyle. You know, if there's one thing I've learned, it's never trust a stupid shit like Rush. What? Kyle's right. We must be very cautious. Why don't you... Jaden! That I does I warned it. you. No, Jaden, wait! Only one more. That sounds bad. Ah!
And good evening, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Saturday Night Sith. And that was another enjoyable and getting close to the end of all those episodes of Jedi Academy re-edited and outcast. So, oh, I love that that little web series that was had its time. Jay Hitman, how are you doing tonight, sir? How we how we doing? How many more of those do we have left? Because these are probably one of the most enjoyable <laughs> things of this. I mean, not only like when we discuss the content and See, everything, but these are just so enjoyable. And isn't it nice too? It's a nice little intro to to things before we get into the muck and before we raise in particular your blood pressure. Oh God, yes, yes. <laughs> it's like, uh, uh, and yeah, so we we um. There will be at least like three more. I might save one for a future date, but at the same time, I'll probably still play it because I'll be impatient and want to show off all these. So I found like you have you've done this to me. I think one of the last the the last uh, podcast, one of the during that episode, he was like, "Shut up!" So <laughs> the whole week I've gone through and I've just told people to shut up. Yeah. Because, it, uh, I- it, it's something that even like my brother and I will say the lines from the show, yes, all, uh, to each other. And I, I'll, I've even said them at work and stuff like that. That's kind of because I know they're also just so under the radar that nobody will give you a give me a second look. No, I, I, I <laughs> so was, it's I just, really yeah. fun just to kind of throw out those lines. And now it's like, you know, just sharing the wealth. <laughs> I, I said it at work. Uh, I said it at work. And uh, I think people were looking at me like either I had Tourette's or I was just <laughs> going crazy. But it's enjoyable because they don't know. So yeah, hopefully that's they'll... that's part of the, part of the extra fun, you know. And now if for for who who's been out there graciously listening to our show, they'll be in on it too with us, and that's just all the more fun. Ever right? so slightly growing, I, I I might add. So that's awesome to see always we're always. doing either something I'm... right or the mouse has splinter cells that are listening. <laughs> one of the two and i'm i'm debating this for for when we when i keep the the episode on youtube i because it keeps getting the uh goofy um oh what is it the uh little copyright claims or whatever because of the music used yeah. either by um uh by you know because of star wars itself or whatever yeah the copyright claims i might just have them automatically silence it and then yeah for anybody that's listening or watching watching this back um i do put this up on places like BitChute, odyssey and rumble you can see find the links in the description so if you want to see Potentially, if I decide to, you know, cut it out or have it just automatically quieted by YouTube, you can go to those other places and see those Jedi Academy re-edited episodes uninterrupted. So um, just as a heads up for going forward in the future, I might do that. We'll we'll see how I feel like Disney's giving YouTube kickback. They either secretly own YouTube or they're giving YouTube kickbacks because oh, it's just the goofy lawyers and the DMCA claims and all that sort of bull bull crap even though it's like fair use and you know being used in a even joking mocking way it's like nope we're still gonna claim our shit so i just tell myself at night that disney owns everything (laughs) makes me feel better or worse so since we've capped off we've we've gone through book of boba fett 
we'll, I figure you, you since you found this article, we'll yes, we'll dive into this bad boy because let's just let's just you know. Although I might next week, I might have a funny video as an addition, but for now, we'll um we'll get to this article here. And I'll, I'll again, if for anybody that will want to read these at a future date, I put the article links in the descriptions as well. So you can find them there and be able to read them too. Because I know I always find that annoying when people don't put the links uh, to the articles that they're sharing in their own videos and stuff like that. So I like to at least throw that in there. Scholar, because anyway, a lot of people do that. I and try. It me. I it try. Me. Like, Where's the description? Like, how can I find this article? <laughs> All right. So, bounding into comics, my one of my favorite places to go to for sure, because they're non shitheads. Um, Shadows of the Shadows of the Empire author Steve Perry on the Book of Boba Fett season finale looked pretty, but as substantive as cotton candy in the Sahara. Beautifully put. I mean, we went through I mean, that Steve bitch, Perry. and <laughs> it's like we went through it. And I mean, I know there are other people out there too that really, really dug into this. And I mean, we we certainly had our fun with it for sure. But whew, I'm looking forward to this. So this is kind of my first look at this article too, since you're the one that sent it. Yeah. Uh, so as the article goes. Shadows of the Empire author Steve Perry continued his criticism of Book of Boba Fett following the show's season finale that saw Boba Fett and his numerous allies face off against the Pike Syndicate. Uh, Perry previously criticized the Book of Boba Fett following the show's third episode where he called the show Blabba Fett. Uh, oh, yeah, that was the article we did go over. Yeah. Um, he would even go so far as to state the stupid is strong here. Good. Uh, we, we love that one um with episode five perry continued his criticism uh, uh sarcastically explaining why the episode was the best one yet episode five the book of boba fett question mark best yet hands down want to know why no back to tank flashbacks no huts <laughs> and no boba fett <laughs> yeah. uh so but <laughs> from his uh from his own post i guess on i'm guessing facebook uh bob falfa spoilers <laughs> spoiler 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 episode five of book of Bo oh, okay so this is where the yeah okay yeah no back to tanks no boba fett blah um like these two previous episodes perry provided his thoughts on the show on facebook he began his review stating i don't mean to be cruel but tr uh, truth triumphs uh, kind Boba Fett has been, for me, the most disappointing chapter in the Star Wars saga. It gives me no pleasure to say this. I love Star Wars. And, you know, we all share that. We all do love Star Wars. But the fact of the matter is, the mouse, Kathleen Kennedy, and the rest of her stooges are doing everything they can was, yeah. to absolutely destroy say... the lore, destroy these yeah. legacy characters, build up their own. And you know what? I have no problem with creating new characters. Absolutely. But don't in the in the process sacrifice and kill your already established characters. That's the dickish thing to do. You're spitting in the face of the creator, George Lucas. And, you know, have your problems as you may. But God damn it, man. You're using his his universe, his characters. Show some goddamn respect. 
Well, yeah, to bring up, I was just going to agree with you. So when people ask me if I like Star Wars, I always make it a point to say, like, like the true Star Wars, George Lucas yeah. Star Wars, not, like, just Disney. What I, I you know, go back to, uh, I'm going to coin this word, uh, the Disneyfication. Yeah. Well, and, you um, know, that's the funny thing. It's like now even thanks to deep diving further on things, I've even further processed it to, you know, pre-2008 Star Wars is because that was around the time Filoni started doing the Clone Wars. It was like before yeah. he started doing that stuff. Nah, that's 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 the Star Wars that I, I, I'll love and enjoy. Yeah. Because then after that, it was then his his the beginning of retcons and and furthering shoehorned characters and crap like that no yeah you don't like sausage fingers <laughs> is that what, is that cat, what you're saying cat, cat. i i didn't i watched the show i remember watching clone wars and i didn't i i didn't particularly care for for cat no even then the even one. before even before this the live action shit sorry say again is that and the Jawa lover? You didn't like her either. <laughs> uh, uh, of all the, I mean, I would have rather have Watto be brought back than have the Jawa oh, how player, dare the you. Jawa banger be around. Good uh, lord, you might as well just say Jar Jar. I probably, I would honestly have. I would be glad. I would now be glad to usher in the the reign of Darth Jar Jar at this I, point. I, I as stupid as a fan theory as that was, let's bring on Darth Jar Jar, okay? Ugh. Let's just do it. Let's go full nine, okay? I mean, I All agree right. with you. <laughs> 100%. Uh, back to this. Um, so, goes on to say, uh, they had elements, potentially interesting characters, adept creators, eh, debatable, uh, <laughs> a clean canvas. Yes, they did. Highly. Um, and they, the story they chose, uh, they choose to tell was any word banal, such a waste. This, this has been iron fist level missed the boat. He continued, um, Perry then wrote roasted the show for its heavy handed dialogue. Last episode was one long lot of explosions battle, very active, pretty to watch. Once they stopped talking and telling us. What's going on? Understand they didn't want, need to say anything. They actually had the visuals, the visuals uh, showed them, but chose to explain what the audience was seeing. It was as if they thought uh, they were they were doing radio, he elaborated. Um, uh, from there, Perry criticized the show's portrayal of the battle uh, and and he quotes, uh, and, in, and in a battle that might employ the, the worst strategy and poorest tactics in Star Wars ever, when in doubt, scream and shout, flap your arms, run all about. <laughs> the most inept combatants for whom pouring piss, piss out of a boot would seem to be a major challenge. There was not a not not uh, not on surprising ones. I'm guessing not one surprising moment. Not one surprising moment. Uh, paint by numbers on the nose, as shocking as the syllabic rhythm of a, of a haiku. He added. He concluded. Well, unless you came from a planet that has no fiction, and since you got here, you never read a novel, comic book, seen a movie, TV show, or a cartoon. 
looked pretty, but as substantive as cotton candy in the Sahara. Harry, <laughs> like, how, how, how better could you put it? No, he's not. He's he's this is he's just spot on. I mean, like I like we 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 went through the whole thing last uh, last week. I I I admitted my own little biases for the monster fights, but yeah, like we were kind of like it it was it had that, but you know, there was not much else to it. I mean, we I just, there was plenty wrong love, going on with it. No, and I just lo- like looked pretty, but as substantive as cotton candy in the same. Like I just I love, you know, they're like ah, Jay you know, Hitman, you're just biased. Like no, like that that is a perfect description of it. It is, and. I mean, I mean, I'm just uh, for one. I'm just glad that he's he's followed up, because a lot of times, any anytime like big authors and stuff like that that have been involved with the EU and everything, right? When they've come out and said something, they get lambasted by the children of the mouse, and they'll you know they'll end up taking a knee and apologizing and all this crap. And yeah. I'm just I'm just glad to see that he's continued to roast this shit. Well. And that's News the best thing for, you can ask for. Yeah. I really do hope that well, I'm not going to say that, but you know, what I am. I hope <laughs> that we do have so, some children of the mouse watching because, hey, jokes on you. He's not going to apologize. Like, I'm like, he's not going to apologize. Like, this, like, Steve Perry, if he does, I'll eat crow. But I think, like, to your point, like, I'm just glad that he's doing it because, again, like, you're one. I mean, let's be honest, Fracture, you're one of the reasons why. I bought Shadows of the Empire and started reading it. <laughs> and the first, like, nine, like the first page in, I'm like, I'm sold. I'm done. Like, take my money. Yeah. Do, you know. So. <laughs> well, okay. Okay. So now this is, this is, I think, what we could also segue into is. Please tell speaking me. Speaking of that. I love, yes. So, okay. The next one, and this is. On, and this will be once we get through this article, it'll be kind of on my on point about Shadows of the Empire. Yeah. Um, so the next article we got uh, on bounding into comics is Disney announces new soulless cash grab novel about Han Solo and Leia Organa's wait, wedding and honeymoon. And of course, we any of us that's any of us knows they've already covered this. Should we do a they, PSA announcement real quick and just let? The listeners know to like go get Tylenol before we dive into this. <laughs> you might want to get some Tylenol before diving into this. Oh gosh! So I had to. I took the whole bottle. Uh, so uh, as they started it out, uh, in another piece of evidence that Star Wars has lost its soul and is just a cash grab for Disney, the company revealed their new galactic star cruiser ride is the location of Han Solo and Leia Organa's honeymoon. The detail was revealed in a blog post on the Star Wars website where they promoted a new novel, Star Wars, The Princess and the Scoundrel, written by Beth Rivis, that focuses on Han Solo and Leia Organa's wedding and honeymoon. Associate editor Kristen Baver, Baver, I guess, uh, detailed, uh, set just after the events of Star Wars Return of the Jedi, the story begins on the forest moon of Endor, where Han proposes in the in the elation of the rebel victory against the empire after uh, after a ceremony at the site of the victory celebration at the end of the film the newlyweds depart for honeymoon aboard the halcyon star cruiser the luxury vessel 
at the heart of the new Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser experience at Disney World Resort. Oh, dear Lord. Yeah, um, I wrote uh, after that. I was like, it's after the, like you said, after the events of episode six. Uh, and then, but in my notes, I put um, the two newlyweds hop aboard their uh, the new Halcyon Star Cruiser and go spend their honeymoon at Disneyland. <laughs> I mean, right? Um, so if you are unfamiliar with Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser, Disney describes it as a revolutionary new two night experience where you are the hero. You and your group will embark on a first of its kind Star Wars adventure that's your own. It's the most immersive Star Wars story ever created, one where you live a bespoke experience and journey further into Star Wars adventure than you ever dreamed possible. Oh, dear Lord. Do we want to go into the cost of this thing? Oh, For yeah. Uh, let's, yeah. I wrote, what, what did I put in my, uh, I, okay. yeah, you only have to sell your heart, half your lung, and two of your right butt cheeks to gain enough credits um, to, yeah, to four, four, five thousand dollars. Yeah. The, the website, okay, I, if, like I said, I will have links to the article in the description. So if you want, I, like it is. This is this whole thing is the most ridiculous bullshit. Because it is, yeah. The, like you, like you said, you know, the website deal to, details the price beginning at four thousand eight hundred nine dollars for two guests. Two guests. Nobody. Had, what the? This is not exactly but, hey. accessible to to your average. This is okay. So this is basically like like in Jurassic Park. Take it, the movie or the book, whichever. I prefer the book personally. Uh, it's basically, this is, this is because this will, this will become its own little status symbol that if anybody that wants to shell out this cash, they can then say, I went and got the star Wars experience. Then, then the rest of us will just kind of laugh at laugh our asses off and go, you got fucking gypped. You got, bro. You, you, the shysters got you good. (laughs) But there, there, but there's hope. Because for a shy six thousand dollars, you can bring three adults and one child. Right. And then I just, I just wrote the they're shysters. Um, COVID did not cause their stupidity or greed. Like, <laughs> no, this was just, coming regardless. This was all planned out. It didn't require. Here's <laughs> Cooper here's the anything. best thing. <laughs> here's the the best thing. All right. So you go from the Star Cruiser. Making money to now, yeah. Galaxy's Edge. You're going to travel to Batu or Batu or however you want to pronounce the ridiculous name. Um, yeah. Well, it's, okay. I, so this is this is this is why you know this was actually kind of good that we got the, the Stephen Perry thing uh, because you know I I was talking about this with my brother. You have something like that, right? This whole Star Cruiser. That's their tie-in, right? This overly yes. expensive bullcrap that actually doesn't lend anything to the Star Wars universe other than to say, hey, we've got the Star Cruiser that we're now shooting. I mean, they are trying. I guess the, the only thing is they're trying to now shoehorn this in from what I heard into other things besides this book. It's going to be part of like, I think, their High Republic stuff. And this is going to be, you know, that that constant flying around. At, okay, Shadows of the Empire. 
when that was just it was that book. But then what was great was they put together an original soundtrack to yeah. accompany it. And for a and the they, they did I don't know if you've listened to it, but it's like you know it's it's an amazing soundtrack that does yes also uh, bring back some tracks that you would recognize from the movies. But right. then they they bring in some new some uh, some new tracks too for also uh, Shizor giving him a theme and the Battle of the Skyhook and all these extra little events that take place that were also then, you know, that music was then used for the, the games. Game. Yeah. We got, we, so we got a book, we got a soundtrack, we got comic books, we got video games. We got basically two different versions too, because you had the N64 version, which was fantastic. And that's the one that I mainly played. Right. But there was also the PC version, which was essentially, yes, the same game, but, the uh the cool thing about that one that version was that it had animated uh cutscenes so yeah. they kind of while the n64 with the limitations of the cartridge they kind of had stills but it still worked fantastic but it's like you know we had all this extra content but it was easily accessible and it just only helped you know further the story because then uh, while da Dash Rendar was a part of the book and stuff, we got more time with him playing the video right. games and stuff. And the great thing was with this was that, you know, we introduced a new villain and he wasn't a force user or anything like that. He was a criminal, ma a criminal mastermind. That's what he was. And he was good at it. And he was going up against the best trying to, you know, get the better of Darth Vader and even Palpatine himself. Right. And, I mean, you don't. And he had a, he had the, the uh, his like specially made cyborg Geary that was basically kind of that intermediary to be able to take on a Jedi close to being Jedi knighthood for Luke because right. she was she was programmed to be you know a, a, basically his bodyguard even though he himself could fight too, but that was you know that extra layer thrown in there and. It just boggles my mind. Like, if you compare... Like, I know there's people who didn't like some of George Lucas's ideas, and that's all fine and good, but, like, if you compare... And, and this is where I just have a hard time understanding the gap. You compare what Lucas created and and the affordability of it, right? Yeah. Versus what Disney is now putting out. It's like, it's not... Like, you, there's no comparison. No. Well, and, and again, the, the argument can be made that, well, Jay Hitman, you're biased. And it's like, no, like, no. Like, look at what he produced... And look at what Kathleen Kennedy and Kathleen Kennedy. I'm just gonna say it. I don't care if this pisses people off. She has no excuse to be doing what she's doing. Like she worked. If I'm not, if I'm mistaken, correct me. But she was with Steven Spielberg. Like she has yeah. all these accolades, and you're oh, producing yeah. just crap. She's she's worked right beside. She's worked right beside Lucas. And Spielberg, she's been there. She, I right. mean, basically, there shouldn't be anyone more knowledgeable of the process and stuff like that than her. You right. think that she would have some some knowledge of keeping things? I don't know. I dare say, well, not just interesting, but dare I say, consistent? Oh, how dare I mean, you? look at look. <laughs> I mean, just 
this is the thing. Yes, like you say, people people can have their have their issues with Lucas and you know the prequel trilogy and stuff like that. I can understand. There's some goofiness, but you know what? This is the this is the thing. It was all Lucas's vision. It was all his story. It was right. all him taking that hands-on approach in you know making sure that this was hit the story he wanted told right what we got proof of out of that sequel trilogy out of the fucking sequel trilogy is that very fact of you know too many cooks in the kitchen nobody yeah. being the 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 lead person you had jar jar abrams that came in for one movie bunked off and then supposedly left notes for for Rian Johnson to take over, and then he just basically made up his own bloody story and just went for and then just caused yeah. the 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 worst movie that has overshadowed all worst movies for well, some which people. Which one are you talking about? Force Awakens? No, the or... Last Jedi. Ryan yeah. Johnson did the Last Jedi. And so it, it right there was boom. We we've already lost we've lost the thread after one movie, after the one movie that was basically retelling of a New Hope. Yeah, just poorly done. You know, it- <laughs> I can no, I can handle poorly. I can handle poorly. This is I. I there's no words that I can say. Uh, the FCC will will probably cancel this out. Uh, I'm just, yeah, like you, I can't. I can't. It's that's it, it, it's just that. It's just like, God damn it. We we could have had, you know, we could have had something good. You know, it could have been, but right. right out the gate, they <laughs> they're already with problems. It's like, oh God. I'm so, so excited. Yeah, so it sounds it, like, like your blood pressure is almost as, as high as mine right now. So I can't well, wait when to you to when you get yeah. me started on shit like this, yeah. Well, well okay, so like we're we're pretty like this, like but then you know dive down to uh, well when you pull up the article, like I'm I'm excited to see how far your blood pressure goes up after we talk oh. about this next thing. I was gonna say, which one do we want to go into? <laughs> Did you want to do the lightsaber training? I don't know. Oh God! Uh, is there anything else we missed from the the galaxy? Just and again, you want proof this is a cash grab. So not only are you going to spend five thousand dollars at star at the Star Cruiser experience, but then you get to hop over to Galaxy's Edge, and good luck spending money there. Like and inflation, like inflation is not even a thing. Like you will spend. These these guys are so they're shysters, right? So they they sell. Uh, there's like, a, it's a credit card, right? But it's like in, in the form of like a credit. So you spend a hundred dollars on this reloadable credit card that you can spend there. So not only are you, you're basically paying them to get this refillable credit card, but then you're going to spend more money. Oops. Wrong one. Uh, is that right? I, I wasn't aware of this. Yeah. Yeah, it is there. Cause, uh, it's, uh, what is it? It's like, Oh, what is it called? It's, um, I'll have to find out what it's actually called. But yeah, it's a reloadable, um, essentially like Visa credit card. <laughs> but it's, they, you, it's $100 that you load onto it. And then you get to spend through, you get to spend that throughout the uh, the park, if you will. But good luck trying to find something outside of food that doesn't cost more than $100. Oh, Jesus. 
All right, should, should I? Uh, should I? I don't know if I'll turn the sound on for this, but I'll see. Oh yeah, yeah. I don't I, even know if it'll work. Do we? <laughs> get, your, get your defibrillators ready. All right. Tell me if you if you can hear this or not when I get this going. All right, here we go. Can you hear it? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Welcome to the lightsaber training pod. So excited this to have you here. This looks unbelievable. We have been working on this. <laughs> I guess it does. <laughs> have a whole brand new way for our guests to experience this ancient art of the lightsaber. Can I? You know, you, you don't even. You, okay. you can't. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so do I turn it on? Or Go for what, it. Right. Okay. So no, you know, this you is a just... funny thing. You 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 do this little introduction, <clears throat> and you're wanting the ancient art of the Jedi. Okay. So you don't even at least have the you don't even at least have the person kind of maybe I don't know dressed as a Jedi just to kind of give it that extra feel or ambiance or whatever and she's from HR like... fractured <laughs> she's busy HR oh god right there so you're right you're right there facing here face off against the remote. <laughs> I, that doesn't. I'm sorry. That doesn't impress me at all. I mean, you'd you'd be better off just like doing it as a. Um, as a what VR. are you like? What are you doing? You might, as well, like, you might as well just do it as a VR sort of headset, and or even like the Connect. You know, bust out an Xbox Connect and have here's the, the Wii. Sensor. The Wii U. Do the Wii U. <laughs> For, oh God! This, it gets bad. <laughs> That is fun. Welcome to the bridge of the Halcyon Star Cruiser. Okay, tell uh, I I remember hearing people talk, and it's true. It's like, how does this look at all like a like a, a starship deck for Star Wars? How? Well, it, it looks yeah. bland as hell. Yeah, <laughs> I, I just so cool in here. Here, you're liar. This is one of my favorite <laughs> because you actually get to right? push all the buttons. Oh my god! Change change the settings, control the ship, but you know push we could really buttons? use some help. Defending the ship. Are you up for it? I'm definitely Lost up for mind. it. I don't know you should trust me to do it. You're going to be actually no, guiding we where, we're, where we're where we're aiming. So you're okay. gonna aim and I'll fire. Okay. All right. Space Invaders is a better has a better <laughs> setup than this. You want to take it to hyperspace? I would love to take it to hyperspace. All right. Just don't let me mess this up. You got this. Okay. So, you know, just give that lever a strong... The most yeah. scripted video on. ever. Oh, God. Uh, <laughs> the, the, the most scripted thing I've ever oh, seen in my absolute, life. Oh, yeah, absolutely. They're not going to go into this blind. I, <laughs> I, you have caused me... So, in our journey through this podcast, I have there have been many times where I've almost just lost my mind. Almost. But watching this... I think I, I finally have arrived losing my mind. This thing is disrespectful to the art of lightsaber dueling. You swing us and then quote, you swing your sword so these bastards right. can't even get it right. It's a lightsaber, <laughs> you shy I mean they don't even that, that little light show that of him supposedly trying to like I guess deflect the laser bolts looks so yeah. bad. It, it they and then quote it says a light flashes around the room. They basically turn you into a cat with Disney using 
a laser pointer. Yeah, a, la- a laser pointer. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> is this like I would rather go play for the? I don't know if any, but like laser, laser. We use us uh, have a place called Laser Quest, where it's like laser tag. That's yeah, would be. Yeah. Uh, it's essentially like what? Like well, like like I said, it would have been better off if they'd like busted out the using a where was getting Microsoft or somebody to bust out the connect and trying to, you know, actually set up a sensory program to, I don't know, do something so with I, a, with a digital. I don't know. I, so just, like, I, I've, yeah, no, I agree. But like, I, I would rather watch paint on my house dry while thumb in my butthole. than go. <laughs> so where did your $4,809 go to? Is it to literally like, Swing at a projected light, acting like you're deflecting what look like not to be real blaster fire. Is it to press buttons? Ugh. I would go. I'd rather go to Home Depot and mess with the power tools for free. You'd have more fun, probably. You'd have more fun, and then and then you go to hypers like to 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 pull a lever. <laughs> so like, where where does this go to? Like, where does your money go to? Just to stay overnight? Like, I don't I don't understand it. I, dude, I, 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 like, is is this, is this, this, and I'm not, like, you and I grew up in a different age of the bygone era, but is this, (laughs) like, this generation, are people excited for this? Are these kids excited to go and, and, and play, swing a sword that's called a lightsaber? Again, you bastard. No, I, like, what's, what is appealing about this? I could, maybe I'm just, old i don't know i god i i don't know i i mean it doesn't look like a spaceship (laughs) i mean i always feel i always feel disconnected enough as it is like i'm never quite caught up on everything i'm always like what is what like talk and and before that snapchat i'm like what the hell is a snapchat i felt like uh johnny lawrence from uh, cobra kyle's was like what the hell is a snapchat I yeah. just I, I'm I and I I can't imagine who. For all I know, there are kids that are really excited to this. I can't imagine who. I feel for bad for the parents. I feel bad for the parents that are looking at that and going, "My God, that I don't know how we're gonna ever actually pay for this sort of thing." I don't. I don't feel bad. I don't feel bad one bit. You know, why I don't feel bad because you have chosen to spend five thousand dollars. I'm oh, you're at, no, you're 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 absolutely you are absolutely right. You're absolutely like, right. I, but it's a, it's still just like wow. I, I get it. I'm not a. I, I don't have kids. I got a dog, so I pretty much have kids. I got nieces, <laughs> and there's probably no amount of money that I wouldn't spend on them. But I'm telling you right now, well, you see, I will not know. spend it. I wouldn't spend five thousand dollars on this stuff for them. No, <sighs> no. That you know, there's there's a time where you just kind of have to say, listen. Yeah. Love to, but that's not, not exactly in our that's not exactly in our pocketbook. <laughs> no, but even but I it's like re- expose you to like non-canon just BS. Yeah. I digress. I'm going back <sighs> to my page. You know, I like I said, you're you're not wrong. Do we have time to touch on like this Beth Revis? Uh I know the article is still quite it, it goes on a little bit, but just do we have time before we get into the the Mando review to like touch on like this Beth Revis, that this author that is dumber than a box of rocks? Uh, this one the the back into the 
the actual the actual book itself, like the book that she's that she wrote. Oh, that art the the StarWars.com uh, blog post. Well, yeah, and if we don't have time, that's fine. You can put it up, and everybody can read for themselves. But like, this got my blood boiling. Like she, like stupidity yeah, me, at its finest. Let me hang on. Let me um. I mean, like, <laughs> like I I sent you that uh that clip or the clip that I saw at the end of that little interview between the two. And I was just like, you, I, like I said, I, I kind of had to be reminded. <laughs> yeah. We, hey, should, we, we might be able to, we might just save it. Cause it, it did, like, I wrote a lot of notes. I just, and I'm just, no, Hey, by, Hey, if it got you going, let's, <laughs> let's, well, I'm pulling it up right now. I got it. This might so, work yes, out. Cause the, the, the Mander review is not, not going to be too bad, but this is just, I feel like we should do our due diligence and we have a responsibility to just eviscerate this woman <laughs> for her so, shenanigans. Yeah. On um, on uh, oldstarwars.com here. Uh, for their, I, I, and you know, that like I said this to my brother earlier. I'm like, I guess I'm going to actually start paying attention to this site now. Just I don't so want can, to. I, I don't want to that. either. But just to kind of be able to roast them when we want to. All right. I thank so, you, Fractured Filter, for now allowing there? me to and giving me the motivation to follow StarWars.com. <laughs> I, don't want to. I don't want to give them the traffic, but so right. I know that's the thing. <laughs> All right. So so here it is. Uh, it's uh, you're in uh, the title. You're invited to Han and Leia's wedding in Star Wars: The Princess and the Scoundrel exclusive reveal. We hope you attend when the book, when the new book by Beth Revis arrives this summer, and be ready to shoot yourself. Um, uh, we've seen we've seen Get the courtship of <laughs> we've seen the courtship of Princess Leia unfold on screen. Now a new book cordially invites fans to attend the wedding of Leia Organa and Han. Uh, Valentine's Day, StarWars.com is thrilled to reveal Star Wars. Okay, repeating, repeating, repeating. Uh, set just after the events of Return of the Jedi. Story begins on the forest moon of Endor. Han proposes uh, after a ceremony of the site. Uh, Halcyon Star Cruiser, which we got some of this information from uh, the Bounding in the Comics article. And so. The whole purpose of this article is a little interview. StarWars.com recently uh, sat down with Revis to talk about her love for Leia, how her husband helped refine the dialogue for Han Solo, and the power of love amid the chaos of a galaxy at war. Even though this is rather funny, and I know again, I had to kind of be reminded how these people don't give two craps about... Uh, about the EU, what was already built and expanded upon. But this was already done up through the courtship of Princess Leia. The book is fantastic, even if you want to be kind of lazy and go for the audiobook, which is also awesome. Sadly abridged, but the great the whole great thing about that is that it is some eu content it's also not just jumping right into it there we go got you back uh, you're awesome there we go 
think every time you share so I, I think every time you share something that has to do with Disney, it just kicks me sure. out. Anyway. <laughs> Um, okay. yeah, you're back. You're good. Um, yeah. So going into this, so you said you had some notes on this. Yeah. So it's either this article or the article before, um, I, I don't know if it's this one, but yeah. So it's like, uh, Beth Reeves. It says when, uh, when asked by, uh, Baver, Beaver, whatever, how she approached the story, Revis answered, my initial instinct was to focus on Return of the Jedi since uh, the book picks up right after it. But as I dug into the story, I found myself watching the Empire Strikes Back on repeat. Then she goes on, the emotional beats of Han and Leia's relationship start to spin out in the Empire Strike in the Empire uh, or in Empire. I apologize. Um, not just the famous I know line, but it's the way Leia's or Leia relates how she doesn't trust Lando and Han responds with seriousness, um, the way their trust builds, all the moments that lead up to their confession of love. And I read that, I'm like, you idiot. Leia confessed, not Han. Han affirmed it, but she's the one who confessed yeah. first. Yeah. And um, then she say, Reva states, <clears throat> it's the reason why the relationship works. What? Did you not <laughs> read Force? Did you not watch Force Awakens? Like... I did, and there's oh, so that was one. I'm like, how does prove like explain to me how the, that relationship worked? Don't worry, I'll wait. Like, no. and then <laughs> like yeah, so that that's the one thing. And then and, and then it goes down. It says the time lapse between those two movies um, helped them both evolve so that they're on the same page by the time Han is unfrozen. Did right. she not realize that he was a door, uh, like a wall ornament in Jabba's palace? Like he was frozen. Like what evolving is he doing? I'm sure he was doing a lot of thinking while he was in there. <laughs> I mean, he, 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 like she, like oh, so. The, okay, number two, number it's number two, and then uh, it says in another moment um, of what in the oh yeah. So I love the the the, the writer of this. He's like. In another moment of what in the world are you thinking, Revis discusses how ha uh, how hard Han and Leia had to work to stay in love. Right. Now, yeah. <laughs> and then uh, it says, one thing I love about the new movies is that yeah, Leia you know, and... Yeah. Yeah, you know, yeah. I, you, you love how in the new movies they completely destroy the relationship entirely, turning Han into a complete deadbeat dad who who just clearly fucks off goes back to his his uh uh, uh smuggling ways abandons his family right. yeah mm -hmm. and uh leia, leia leia tries to lead the republic and then the first order blows up uh, a major planet awesome cool yeah like han pisses off to whatever planet he's smuggling spice on and ben has daddy issues and yeah, some sort of issue, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but then she's got the like the audacity to say one thing that I love about the new movies is that Leia and Han don't actually end up in the idyllic perfect family life that we like to think of as a happily ever after. Instead, they have to work for decades to remain in love and they consistently only for it to end to up make, in a yeah, <laughs> yeah, to consistently choose to make that happen. And then I put Force Awakens, what? Right. 
So, and we can go well, on that, and on. And I, yeah, but it's like, it, like, are, did you did you read the books? Did you read one? You know, four, five, and six. Did you do any research prior to this interview? Because you you sound like just an idiot that knows nothing. Well, this about is, anything. This is <clears throat> at least the way. <laughs> I mean, I'm even it was like, did she even watch the new movies that she's claiming? <laughs> no, like, <laughs> did, you, did, you, did they actually? Did she actually pay attention to what went on? I mean, she said, "I watched them on repeat." Empire Strikes Back. I watched them on repeat. Did, like, so you are aware that Homeboy Han got frozen in carbonite? Well, I, yeah, just, I think she's. I think she's probably trying to go on, go on about before he got frozen in carbonite and their whole lead up to yes, his, her confession and him saying I know, blah blah blah. So God. that's I think where it's supposed to. Be, she's supposed to be talking about the whole, you know, Han kind of change. I don't know, changing character or just like she said, evolving the character. But yeah, I think that I think it's supposed to be pre carbonite is what she's getting with that one. And again, he's been dropped. So, as I was also kind of going into earlier with the uh, Courtship of Princess Leia book. Oh, he's back again. Is your fat thumb like hitting a switch or something? (laughs) Yeah. Probably. Or Disney's just pissed that we're talking about this. One of the two. I hope so. Yeah, so I mean that was just it's a great article. Uh, not really. Well, I mean it was just it was a good article uh, to prove just the stupidity that Disney well, is just driving. Know, this, is a, this is the thing, you know. It wasn't even that. <clears throat> excuse me. Um, it wasn't even within like the. I know. I know. You know they. What don't are care you about, about to this. say? It's just you know it, it's it just get it just, it it does get to me. It's like. In even within the the expanded universe, what was built on after after the fact, you know, it wasn't even like they got married immediately. There was some time because I mean they 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 were still dealing with remnants of the empire. We, you know, they they were they were having Thrawn and stuff like that. I, although I don't, I'm, that might have come after. I'm not hundred percent sure. But I mean, even prior, they're still dealing with remnants of the empire that they're having. They're trying right. to reestablish the republic. Funny, well, even in is. the comic book, the, um, the book but, that we were reading. Yeah, go ahead. Sorry, but then you know, you you get the court, the courtship of Princess Leia for within that book. It's like you know, it's this. There's been some time, and they've right. even been apart, doing separate missions, doing excuse me, separate things, getting getting the galaxy at least to a stable point. And, you know, there's been some time apart. And even within that, he kind of has to re rededicate and kind of, yeah, kind of really reignite the fire between the two. Cause there's been a little like this kind of toned down, but you know, that's where that b- book really builds upon that. And not right. only in, in not just that, it's also, you know, uh we get you know new some new lore established with it we're not just hanging out on endor we're on a new planet dathomir right. we're getting introduced to the to the night sisters and you know these yeah. weird 
weird uh dark force dark uh dark side using witches right you know it's it's giving us all this new extra content while then yeah you've got this the side plot too of uh of this little love triangle going on between right. han leia and i i'm at the moment blanking on the the third but <clears throat> but you know that's just it it's just and it, he's Han's doing everything he can to win, basically, essentially win Leia back. And then, you know, even after that, once they are, you know, together, there's still a lot of shit going on. Right. You do have the reemergence of Palpatine causing trouble oh, and, and everything. And and he, even at a point, he comes back again, tries to body jack their, their, uh, their youngest kid, Anakin. You know, it's it's <laughs> their right. their whole time is and then it's just then you so han is doing his thing leia is still trying to you know rebuild the republic while at the same time at time or on the side training to be a jedi from luke at you know and at the same time her her kids jason and jana solo are off training there's a lot of kind of it's kind of a broken ish family but you know they're doing what they can but there's problems you know that it's all been already there the rest of us were already used to all this crap it just seems it's just like you know stupid tedious stuff to go through all over again when we already have great content for it so let me ask you this is the book so you're reading this one and i'm not because i'm currently reading the bounty hunter series i I, I need to start i need to start it i haven't started you do because like, i've only gone th- I've, audio or- I've only gone through the abridged audiobook okay Highly recommend um, the actual like the books. I like I said, I got the oh, first yeah, chapter. Totally. Oh, so amazing! But oh so yeah, this you were going through the bounty hunter, right? Yeah, yeah, book one. Um, but on <laughs> this book that you're reading, because I saw I obviously follow you on Instagram, so you I think you posted a picture <laughs> of it. Do you recommend this book? Is it good so far? Oh, I'd always uh, yeah, I don't any of the books I'm picking up, I'll always recommend for sure. I knew Tattooing that. Ghost, you, book about yeah. uh, the yeah the bounty hunter wars, which I will try and find and get that trilogy too. I'll let uh, you borrow if you can. I'll borrow them because I, I also I up. remembered I remembered another good trilogy of books, which is the Bane. The, but again, I went well besides Bane. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, and you know, <clears throat> excuse me. You even see elements in the movie Solo. But they did do a trilogy of books for Han Solo, and those are really good. Really, again, I went again. I went through the, the I went through the abridged audiobooks, but uh, I, then I'm gonna find that was another trilogy I remembered today. Oh yeah, I gotta start looking for those because those are another ones I'd want to read, get through, just again see all the stuff that was cut out. But it <clears throat> for a bridge, and it's funny, like I said. There was elements that seemed to have been taken from those books and thrown in there, but very yeah. poorly, very poorly, because yeah. it, it's a because it, it gives a little more insight, especially by the time once you kind of hit two, three, uh, where Han is just like, you know what, I want nothing to do with rebellions or anything. Just keep me out of it. I'm just gonna do my smuggler thing, right? Piss off the Empire here or there. I want nothing to do with this rebellious crap. You know, that's kind of, and you kind of get an understanding why he's at that point when right. you meet him in, in a new hope. So 
yeah, I mean, always, yeah, I'd always recommend definitely getting getting and checking those out because it'll well, that'll be my it'll definitely book, add yeah. much much more. So that'd be my next book. Fun stuff. Yes. Shall we uh, get in the meat and potatoes of it? Did we want to? Yeah, let's just get. It. <laughs> I was like, do we want to talk about Kenobi? Eh. Yeah. So okay. Your call. I'm a little unfamiliar with this website, the direct.com. Hopefully yeah, they're reliable. Um, but I mean, this is stuff that, that we've also already heard about, at least some of it. But apparently there's been some leak spoils, major details about Darth Vader battle. So anybody that doesn't want to hear, you can plug your ears or you know, whatever. Earmuffs. Yeah. <laughs> uh so According to this article, Disney and Lucasfilm are set to continue their venture into live-action storytelling, like we know, uh, in the Star Wars universe with Ewan, McGregor, McGregor, Ewan McGregor's Obi-Wan Kenobi uh, in May, 20, May 2022, this year, obviously, uh, already teased to feature the rematch of the century between the Jedi Master and his former Padawan, Darth Vader. This limited show will get... Give a new level of depth and emotion to McGregor's classic hero. But we didn't need that. No. <laughs> we we had we had the, the the prequel trilogy, and there was the book Kenobi that did that all perfectly. This is this, and again, I know I've said I think I've already said this before, but that's all they had to do. Adapt that book. Yeah. Adapt that book. You would have had a great story, and yeah, it w- it added that extra that you know Kenobi dealing with 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 not only hiding himself but dealing right. with what happened between him and Anakin because that was a big wound to him. Yeah. So, um, plenty of well, the story. They, they screwed the. Sorry, they, they screwed the. Well, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off, but they, yeah, Disney already screwed the pooch because when you go on for those of you know, if you have Disney Plus, there's a trailer of it. And one of the, it's a female, I forget her name, but she's one of the um, director, whatever she does, thumb in her butthole, whatever, talks about bringing, and I always butcher his name, Hayden Christensen. Yeah. Yeah. Bringing him back and then touching on, you know, uh, like the battle, like you were mentioning. And then even Ewan McGregor talks about it a little bit. I'm like, Ewan, you're supposed to like keep a secret. And like, <laughs> not even, like, don't bend the knee. But so, yeah, it's just yeah. It's like, why are we even watching? Yeah. So read the book. Exactly. Uh, plenty of the story will focus on new characters and actors joining the Star Wars narrative. Now, this is also what scares a lot of people because it's like, what is this? Is what is this going to mean? Because Kenobi's supposed to keep low key. The whole Empire is hunting him. Is hunting the Jedi. Any remnants that are left of them. They are trying to exterminate. Why would he want to involve himself too much more? Uh, Which will utilize a combination of classic story beats with plot points never explored before. However, the headliner is still Obi-Wan versus Vader matchup. One one that started the whole franchise in episode four, A New Hope, and fully came to life in the prequel trilogy more than a decade ago. And again, with just pointing out you know, uh, a new hope within that dialogue, 
already screws with all of this that they're trying to do with this show. Right. Because <laughs> well, and again, for the like I have I, I bought the book and I started it and then I kind of stopped to switch back over to the Bounty Hunter series. But even the, to your point, like I think the book touches on it. Obi-Wan needing to stay in yeah. kind of isolation and seclusion and right. you know, so it just kind of it doesn't make so what's the point of the show then? Well, I guess well, what's the point of having that that fight scene between him and Vader? Right. No, yeah, I, I that's exactly it. So Ugh. anyway. Um where we're uh, while Hayden Christensen is confirmed to reprise his role as Anakin Skywalker and Vader in this series, it's unclear how big of a role the battle will play in the show or how often they will face off against one another, which shouldn't be at all. But well, yeah, to your point, but even but that that's why that trailer uh, on Disney Plus was he they show him tra- like lightsaber like he's training with a lightsaber, so yeah. That would lead you to believe that there is going to be some type of... I mean, this is how stupid Disney is. That leads you to believe there's going to be some fight scene of some sort. Because if there wasn't, why is he literally doing lightsaber... Like, why is yeah. he training? Training with, with yeah. Tra- you, yeah. <clears throat> Which so. could be... I mean, you, unless it was supposed to be, you know, showing him fighting other other people... Yeah, I I get maybe, but I don't. I'm not going to give Disney that credit. Okay, so now it uh, says now a new report is hinting that this fight may not be just a one-time thing. Oh boy! LRM Online revealed that the Obi-Wan Kenobi series on Disney Plus will feature two separate battles between Ewan McGregor's Obi-Wan and Hayden Christensen's Darth Vader. While no details were shared about when or how these fights will add to the story, they are teased as being two of the best battles in Star Wars history. Uh, For all the new and exciting plot points being delivered, Obi-Wan Kenobi, nothing seems to be more exciting than the confirmed... I don't know how anybody would... I mean, I I guess it's just for us hardcores that are just like, dude, what are you doing? Yeah. Uh, after Obi-Wan and Anakin's story served as the driving force behind episode one through three, seems only fitting that they'll ba- they'll be facing off more than once in McGregor's solo series. Eh. Uh, thus far, most of the plot for Obi-Wan Kenobi is still shrouded in mystery. Okay, so that's bit that's bit is this bit like it was. It's kind of my first time really reading through this, and this is kind yeah. of more more fluff on. Hey, guess what? We're gonna have Vader and Obi Wan fight when they shouldn't be during this time no. period. I mean, the only thing that I, that ended up coming to mind was that they're gonna they're gonna redo the scene between Vader and Obi Wan, but with McGregor. No, and it just came to mind. It just came to mind that 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 would be a possibility. Uh, you know, I never thought about that. It just, like I said, it just popped in my brain. I'm like, oh my god, that could be one of them. You're gonna ruin iconic saint. I mean, yep, uh, yep. Though I will say this, and it was a, it was the the video that you sent me. It was the the reimagined fight scene that was done by a fan. Oh yeah, so good, so good. 
Yeah, but. I mean, it, it added a lot of the extra flash and yeah. stuff that that the sequel trilogy introduced with the lightsaber fights. I'm you. I'm kind of. I mean, it looks it looks really cool. Right. At the same time, I've I've come to appreciate the uh, the more simple fight between yeah. Kenobi and Vader in that moment. You bring just up them, a good point. Just them challenging yeah. each other, and they're supposed to be, you know, basically at the top of their game, each one of them. Yeah. So them being more methodical and, you know, kind of feeling each other out. I mean, they're now, I mean, for yeah, it's like Obi-Wan's kind of stepping into some unknown territory with Vader. He doesn't know if he's fighting that much differently than he was as Anakin. Right. So, you know, I, I understand a lot more why that can be and you know it was yes for the time they didn't quite have the choreography that they oh yeah were planning until later but you can at least look at it in that context of these are two two mat two masters of their of their of their styles and also old friends they know how yeah. each other fight but at the same time they spend some time so i'll yeah, say I, this i still if sir alan Guinness was still. I I wouldn't want to pick a fight with him in the back of an alley. So, <laughs> I mean, but you got you brought up a good point. They have to be very if they re, redo that scene, they have to be very careful because there is and I'm I can't believe I'm even gonna say the potential, but they will screw they could screw up everything if they if they redo that fight scene. Ten to one, they'll make it like that fan edit, but it'll yeah. be less. It'll be le- it won't be as good. Oh, I was gonna say as, you the, as the fan edit. There. Yeah, but I didn't even think so, about that. Yeah, I brought up a good point. I, I that, that that's what they're probably going to do. Wouldn't surprise me none. Okay. Okay. All right, should we uh, get into Mandalorian now? Think so. Yeah. Okay. I I'll admit it was kind of I was like okay I gotta I gotta sit and watch this. It's Did been a while, this but I just I, I I tried rewatching it a couple of mornings ago. Or a morning or two ago to start and I did start taking some notes and then I just kind of was like uh right I don't I don't really want to right now. So I did it this morning. Yeah. I got I got a couple of pages of notes. Nice. Um I did that almost I think three. I did the same thing. Uh so I I it I don't know. Part of me was kind of struggling because I was like uh, I don't it, yeah I I looked at this show as being kind of mediocre. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I just for some reason I was like I, I, I would have been rather wa- watching replays of you know some live streams and stuff. No, yeah. <laughs> um. So, I mean, uh, I, I kind of was going about this too. Like I was, I was trying to look at it like watching it for the first time, and I kind of felt like I did because I had forgotten a lot of this. Right. You know, it, not a lot of this stuff sticks with you. Well. I actually, and I, I like that. I think it's kind of a interesting that I, you know, I'm going through the Bounty Hunter series now because now I, when I you have some extra stuff this, to reference. I, oh, hundred percent. I got more canon that I can lean on. So uh, I will say that is kind of a, that's a benefit. But yeah, it's, it's reading the book yeah. brings this whole even like the first it just it brings it in a new light. So I'm I'm curious as I go through these books, I'm even more curious to see how I'm going to view it now. Versus when I did when I first watched this right. whole thing. So, so uh, getting from the beginning of it, 
I just kind of pointed, I just kind of made the note, you know, Mando busting out the quote unquote fob that has no map reticule, uh, just beeps in a general direction and gives no indicator of where one should be going other than beep, 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 beep. I'm just, that's just like the one thing is like, really? That's, that's your tech for trying to find these guys. You gotta no. stop one. You gotta stop one up in me on on your on your notes because <laughs> I wrote Mando holding the fob, trying to see where he parked his car. <laughs> I, I think I that would have been more crest. appropriate, right? right. For parked his razor crest, but yeah. you know, but I like yours a lot better. See, you know, it's like even with the um, the bounty hunter game with uh, uh, with that featured Django Fett that was on. Yeah. On, on the PS2 and GameCube. You know, even in that game, you basically did some detective work to find people. Right. You know? You just got his fob where's, and where's, around, like, like, where's like any of this? You know, this would have been kind of the thing. Have him be a... I mean, I hate to say, you know, get him get his Batman on, but, you know, that's kind of what, what people would go to for thinking of, like, a great detective type Yeah. right now instead of, like, say, just, Sherlock Holmes or something. But, you know, it's like you, you don't... Uh, I understand wanting to have a cool intro. Okay, you don't have to ha- have him using the little device. Just have him walk in. He's already right. du- he's already dug up his information. He's good to go. He's ready to you know go in and get this guy. Fine, but you have him specifically pull out this little device that is clearly you know meant to be part of this whole bounty hunting shtick. Yeah, Why, I mean, eh, it's like come on, give give us a. Do a little more. Do better. Come on. <laughs> like what, is, what is he looking for? He's looking out to like just nowheresville. It says yeah, ba- out in the out in the snow. <laughs> like, are you looking for a popsicle stand? Like, what do you like? So, uh, then so, we jump down to the iconic. I'm not gonna say iconic, but well, the cantina I, I, scene, right? Yeah. Well, I, I was like, you know, does the does the setup of lone gunman moseying into town to find his bounty? Uh. Group Again, of Hati- yeah, group of Hatties speaking goons beating up a fishy looking guy. At least they hadn't forgotten Hatties was a language to use for gangsters and outer rim <sighs> people. <laughs> I forgot. I didn't. I didn't. Uh, yeah, the the Hatties. I I wrote Baldy Locks in the core and roughing up the grouper fish, aka Mithril, threatening to sell him into the uh, threatening to sell him to the sushi masters. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Yeah, uh, so Mando walks in, definitely giving off his OG Bubba vibes. As then the the goons, the goons begin to mess with him, asking if what he's wearing is Beskar. So apparently that's common, you know. Even though the Mandalorians have been pretty much wiped out and everything, but hey, some things we remember, other things we forget, like Jedi. Or (laughs) yeah. Uh, I'd put um, Baldy Locks is uh, uh, let's see here. Uh, Mando appears. Baldy Locks isn't having it with Mando because Baldy Locks spilled his own beer, or I said uh, spilled his own Jawa juice and felt <laughs> the need to stroke his ego and pick a fight with Mando. Yep. But uh, and then uh, Mando proceeds to GSP on him. Go GSP on him. Yeah. Uh, in a quick uh, moment of action, Mando tears the goons apart, even getting the corn cut in half by the door after mm. shooting the lock. Okay. So, uh, yeah, I just put uh, Mando proceeds to go GSP on them. Grouper fish pulls a Felicia. Mando uses his grapple shot. Grouper uh, is like, uh, you'll never take me alive. Shoots at Mando. Mando fires back, uh, hits the door controls. 
cuts grouper in half like a sushi roll. No yep. pun intended. <laughs> I, you know, here's the thing though. I, I think, what did you like? What were your thoughts well, on that door scene? I mean, it it is cool. He cuts yeah. the dude in half with the door. You would never I mean, have seen anything that violent in the book of Boba. I'll just throw that out there. We did get that. We just got it with Mando, though. <laughs> well, I guess okay. Let me recap. You got, my it, you got him cutting the guy in half with the dark. Saber. You would never see Boba in the book. So of apparently, Boba. we we wouldn't have gotten Boba doing anything on that right. level. It seemed. Mando's than, just like I don't care. Yeah. Uh, uh, I mean, this is this is a funny thing. It's like they're they're trying to set the tone right of he's mm. a quiet badass that'll you know mess you up in every way possible to get the job done right but you know it takes some goofy directions after this but you know i i i had down uh mando approaches fish boy puts down the bounty puck for his bounty uh mando gives the ultimatum i can bring you in warm or cold so yeah so again we're getting you know his note you know he he's not a guy to mess around with he's He's gonna take you in one way or another, right? And they're set, and then you know they can't have this last too long. But you know we get then also you know his, uh, his dislike of droids. Yeah, because he's like Mando requesting a speeder and is adamant about absolutely no droids. Even pays more for non-droid driver. So it's they they bounce on this it's like he hates droids but then later he'll work with a droid who's apparently an old friend mind you <laughs> after just two episodes two cha- uh yeah yeah uh no yeah said so walking uh walking to the ant eater aka garden uh for passage to the yards the garden plays this old skin flute summon speeder pilot by uh r2's distant cousin mando's like <laughs> And then you get the Garden uh, does another blow of the skin flute, summons Uber Speeder Driver, speeds right. to speeds them to Mando's ship. Yeah, uh, uh, we get the first look at the Razor Crest. Yeah, which again he we we don't like to name ships. Apparently, we just go by what their their make is. Yeah. Um. So after, but you and, will and, change. And so, yeah. yeah. So then also, you know, just after I, I had the I had down, you know, just after the driver warns about staying off the ice in goofy fashion, he is then eaten by under the I under the ice beast. Yeah. Because, you know, you, <laughs> I mean you saw the is like set the set the whole setup, right? You know, what? <laughs> stay off the what ice, yada yada. And he drives off and yeah. we keep watching him, keep watching him, and we're like, okay, we know what's gonna happen. Right. Even, well, even like without having watched, it's like, okay. Yeah, you're like, he's about to get got. It's like watching one of the Halloween movies, and the dude goes into the basement. I'm like, why are you going to the basement, guy? Yeah. You're going to die. But, yeah, it's, uh, let's see here. It's like, getting ready to blow the popsicle stand. Ravenick, I don't know, is hungry, decides to choose the Razor Crest out of the six or so ships to choose from. Found that, you know, just interesting. Six um, or so ships? It wasn't there like five or six ships that were around his ship. I only saw his, but there could have been. Uh, when I, they were, I think, as they were, I, I only know, noticed when the guy got eaten, and then, yeah, you know, then, then it came for his ship next. Yeah, ironically, and then Mando decides to use it. So they're trying to take off and decides yeah, then, to just take a bite out of the out of the ship. 
And Mando I'm, uses his taser-like gun to get the yeah. beast off his starship. Yeah. Like, and we're blasting off. What? Uh, yeah, and so then just then, then there's the awkward dialogue. Yeah, I said this. I, <laughs> I said awkward conversation commences between Fishy Boy and Mando as Mando stays silent. It would have been appropriate, just but Fish Boy and himself. Yeah, but, pretty much. Like, and then uh, they, they said, I put Grouper has to evacuate. Like, yeah, then we get the, just... the 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 bowel movement joke. Yeah, or whatever like, little shtick. That's you know, but then I had put um, <laughs> what I I wrote uh, he what did he do he goes snooping and gets yeah. frozen into carbon. Though. Oh, the, uh, what I had to laugh those they they drop a life day mention uh, as he searches sorry. the contain uh, con- uh, containment of a bunch of carbonite captures. Apparently, you know this is I didn't realize that just within that time that they had perfected carbonite freezing yeah and uh and uh now it's portable yeah because i mean even in um the 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 oh god the bounty hunting wars books yeah uh, it describes uh boba fett's ship slave one having cages and stuff to hold people not your you didn't have any portable freaking carbonite (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> well that's that why before. they had that yeah like, it, like i thought it was ridiculous like it's just now like this thing when you okay empire right you're on yeah. bespin that's the most crudest device that they came out like to to freeze somebody in carbonite like this thing is massive yeah, and even, not, even though lando was saying it's still experimental it's right 100 and then, but like five years later, or whenever this, I'm well, hold on. This is supposed to take five years after the fall of the Empire. Yeah. Yeah. So, how many this more? Supposed, years? Yeah. Five years after Return of the Jedi. So, have they been trying to perfect this from when they froze Han to, I like, guess. Well, they say, so not only did they originally have a massive device in a special room for the whole thing, but they managed to then perfect it so much they have a portable small version of carbonite right. freezing. All right. It looked like he was getting a spray tan. <laughs> and then he's just frozen. Yeah. Like and he's he's locked in. I just think it's, it's just it's irritating. I'm like, because it just again, like iconic, man. Iconic scene. Empire, Bespin, Cloud City, right? In that in yeah. that 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 room, which is massive. You got this whole thing coming down. Like you're getting, you know, you're the the in the process, you're getting frozen and then this whole thing comes down and basically like molds you like yeah how to and that's the thing so the, the scene that you see like he's just getting he's just getting sprayed spray tanned and then he's spray just tanned. mysterious then it cuts into like he's now frozen in carbonite like where's the where's the ah oh, god he's irritating I just lost my <laughs> my, this thing is like you said just a shtick and coin yeah. that one, but, one one big shtick so um, i have a joke i have yeah. a joke amando and a humanoid meet in the cantina. Okay. That's all I got. Oh, That's okay. literally what it was. <laughs> the, the next scene. He's got yeah, uh, Carl, Carl, Carl Weathers, lead guy for turning in bounties, tried to pay Amanda and M credits that are apparently no longer serviceable. So <clears throat> let me get this straight. You have the special bounty hunters guild that is apparently enabled, uh, unable, whatever, Unable to pay in a proper method 
of credits that are current. On top of it, they don't even re- pay their own rates. Right. So again, it's like, why Who's the why who? the fuck should I be dealing with you people if you aren't going to pay me properly? I so mean, like, yeah. this is basically giving even more, cre- uh, you know, uh, credence to the the Mandal- the bounty hunting wars books because like. The whole thing is Bubba's like, man, I ain't dealing with you people. <laughs> I know I can get paid way better if I'm completely independent. Right. And this is like just only further going into that. It's like, why the hell should I be dealing with you people? You this, can't even yeah. properly pay me. These are the this is the bounty hunter guild. And it's like, who's running who? Like, are you running it? Or somebody else trying to because you can't they're not even paying you your well rent. that's like that's just it right like we haven't gotten any kind of form of who's leading this whole bounty hunters guild thing right because as Carl far Weathers. as we know I forget his character but you know I'll call him Carl Weathers Grief as as know, he's just he's just he's just, a, he's just an intermediary right he's just a right. guy giving out the the freaking the missions and stuff for the the bounties right. it's like okay. But who's who do I have to go to to actually get paid properly? <laughs> so it's like, it, is this, yeah, Car, I like, I actually really like you just naming Carl Weathers. I had put his name, Grief Carga, I believe is who he's called. But oh, okay. I actually think we should just call him Carl Carga. Weathers. Yeah, whatever his name is. But yeah, see, like, yeah, who, like, you get no type of, like, who's running it? Are you running it? Like, I'm guessing, yeah. like, well, I'm and then he's like, you. oh, I, I'll give you some Mon Cal credits. There you go. <laughs> call, yeah. But what do they call, like, call Mari Flan? Like, is this like a dessert? Right. <laughs> <laughs> Not to be disrespectful, but well, I mean, it's just ridiculous. I just had to. I just but he only pays them half. I know. Like, <laughs> you cheap shystery bastard! Like, <laughs> and then you take it. Like, you're like, okay, well, I'll just go and take these, and then they, these just oh god, look like a, I'll take these dessert credits and eat them later. Right. Well, and then it's like, like I said, is he? The, what's the purpose of this? It's so even... funny. He and then he's like, he asked for the most. What's your most expensive bounty? And he's like five thousand. Like, well, I wasn't paying gas, or I'm sorry, fuel. Paying yeah, whatever. Fuel. So it's like, who's like? How are you? Like, apparently, apparently, running? even though the empire is gone, apparently inflation has hit the Star Wars galaxy. Here's the even... thing, though. <laughs> she did not cause inflation. I will stand by that. <laughs> <laughs> she did not cause inflation, so something else. She, like she may have had a bit of an iron fist, but god dang it, did the galaxy no, run smoothly? It did. <laughs> it sure did. So, uh, all those people so I, I, also had, I also had to laugh that we have bail jumpers in the Star Wars universe. <laughs> yeah, like, like you could come up with a, like some other term just to kind of mask it a little bit, but I guess bail jumpers is as clean cut as you're gonna get. I just can help but find that, it a little listen, funny. Listen, it's almost as good as uh, having marshals and deputies, right? That comes later. Yeah, almost for now. Oh wait, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. No. <laughs> ah, anyway, uh, so but then um, he's but, like uh, he needs more work. Yeah, he's and... like, but and Mando gets the special job, but with no puck. They really like their little bounty puck. Yeah, I wrote. Uh, Mando needs more work. Offer is not worth the weight in carbonite. The job is offered to Mando. <laughs> Deep pockets. But yeah, they're pucks. Like I look like a yeah. miniature hockey puck. That yeah, they're little hollows. Um. So then I kind of had to make the point, you know. 
it's rather funny that you have the Imperials that are now using a Hutt speaking door door droid. <laughs> that little that little eye the little eyeball thing that yeah, pops out. From, you know, yeah. you know, they they like <laughs> I'm like, okay, I guess the Empire has made some uh some uh has lightened up a bit. <laughs> uh, yeah. Since the Huts love uh Imperials so much, they loan them their uh their iDroid. I think Sheev knew better enough not to piss off the Huts. You think those were you didn't want to piss because that was that that's always been kind of my thing. Okay, so yeah, we we he had he we get the stupid rebellion. They get pissed. At, they they want to do their thing, but from with the fact that you know you had Sheev that was doing his his Sith side for so long during the Republic era, he I think he learned enough that you know while you could have a big galactic empire. There's still you don't want to create dissidents. You don't want no, to create true. factions that are kind of come after you. So better just to kind of let them play their own game out there in the outer rim, while he has his little little kingdom to have his fun in. You know, so that's why I, I've, afraid always, of the... I've always thought of it as like he 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 knew he he knew the 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 limitations on things on what he there was a cooperation and maybe a silent agreement that you know they they knew to kind of keep out of each other's territory as best as possible and if they their smugglers were caught that was on the smugglers you know yeah. and that's kind of what happens to han at the end of his book uh, at the end of the book uh books is that you know he it, it kind of brings in the whole his whole uh issue be- with jabba and dumping the spot the whatever he is transporting because of the imp- imperial yeah. embargoes and stuff it's like well you know sometimes it, we get boarded too yeah sometimes <laughs> i get boarded yeah so i that's how i've always kind of looked <laughs> was she more afraid of like the Huts i don't think it was afraid it was, their... just, it was just more like i'm just gonna because yeah. i mean he was a he was a smart politician he played oh, the whole sure. galaxy I just think he knew that there were things that you wanted to put your boot on, and there were things where you just kind of like, you know what? I'll be a little more hands off with these guys because <laughs> yeah. I don't want to create problems. I like the way he's things very, are going he's right very now. smart. He's very smart. So just, you know, but that's my own little head cannon there. Where do we go? Where do we jump? Now? We have we have the my my note was uh, we have imperial imperial remnants. The stormtroopers' armor still has a shine to them, despite looking them looking rusted, which I thought oh. was rather funny. Like you could still see a glossy shine, but they were supposed to be trying to look rusted and worn and everything. But you could still see them looking plasticky and shiny. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, what did uh? Oh God, yeah. And I wrote I just, this just came to my mind. Freaking Filoni's Clone Wars were uh, oh God. They call it shinies. Just popped in my head. Oh but, god! Uh, yeah, I. Oh, it, it was that yeah. for like the new recruit, the new. Yeah, clones? yeah, shinies. I put Mando meets up with Dusty R stormtroopers and Grandpa Pigeon Moth. <laughs> <laughs> yep, I, I, I had uh, he uh, Mando gets into standoff with stormtroopers for a brief moment. All because the the nerd scientist guy walks in. And he I gets put, a little. He this gets a little is itchy. okay. I mean no disrespect. Sorry, not sorry, but I put Dungeon Master <laughs> Doctor walks in and disturbs uh, disturbs Mando. Blasters come out, standoff ensues, uh, and then uh, Grandpa Pigeon introduces Dungeon Master Doctor, asks to lower blasters. Right, and then uh, 
Mando says, have them lower theirs first. Stormtroopers, we have you four to one. And Mando's like, I like so those I odds. like those odds. Yeah. And then I had wrote, yeah. as a true Mandalorian should. Well, this is true. I'll, I'll give it that. Right. This is the was, only thing. The only thing I would agree with is like that. That should. Yeah. That's not even. It was like. It, <sighs> See, this is again where I'm like, you know, they they want to kind of have this serious tone, right? Then they'll interject other stupid little things. Marvel humor offsets it. Not it. Yeah. That. I mean, it's. I. You can have some some humor here and there for some you know some levity and everything i get it but at least you know make it oh so... I, are you saying maybe have like humor interjected like lucas did in four five and six a little bit yeah statement? for some yeah. Of, yeah for yeah. some of that yeah. yeah 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 some of the best humor came from like <laughs> uh so the imp shows off the best car steel what did you gives... call him i said the imp <laughs> I it's just you know short for Imperial because I didn't care uh, to remember this guy's name. Yeah. Um I like that imp. The imp. Uh the imp shows off the Beskar steel, only gives Mando a tracking fob that and that his target is 50 years old, keeping information minimal, considering he doesn't do a whole lot of investigating anyways. You're yeah. really screwed in the pooch with this one. <laughs> yeah. But apparently these magical fobs do all the work for you. So, yeah, maybe I, they just blink I really, did, really fast. Of all the things in the Star Wars, you know, there's you, so many different tracking droids. And stuff. He could have been deployed. Darth Maul used a goddamn tracking droid when he got on a tattooing because he didn't know exactly where his targets were. But man, three of them, he, mind you. Yeah, that's right. He had three of them that he set out and was trying to seek out in the best of proximity that he could to find who he was looking for you think you he you did think more. you could have learned <laughs> from a you know Darth Marion Darth Maul How managed to do better <laughs> better of a bounty hunting than the freaking Mandos he did he did I, 100% it's, you, you, so you go from three tracking joys to a to a Prius key this, this is even more fun. This is even also the funny part. It's like we had this in games, and even in I, I, I'll be bringing this up forever in Star Wars Galaxies for the bounty hunting class. You did use the tracking droids and you know other means of be, of having to hunt out your bounties who were also could be players. So you had to do some extra stuff to get their location and everything you weren't using some beep 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 oh warm hot 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 you know right sort of tracking devices is called you had to hunt out these people and it, you had to start going to different planets and all that sort of shit it's like your name is a bounty hunter hunt. yeah like <laughs> what are you Where's doing the, there's no hunt in this it's just called all right it'll point you in the direction eventually your name's not Prius key fob holder is a bounty hunter. Like, show some, I don't know, hunting ability. Something, something, anything, please. It'd be appreciated. I, yeah, God. So, uh, so after yeah, their, I mean, after their little meeting, we get to see a quaking monkey lizard on a spit roast. 
Oh, you you didn't want to touch on oh, so I kind of talked about the when he goes and meets with the armorist. Well, I was get yeah, that was gonna be getting into the uh so I oh, didn't did have because I thought it was I thought it, no hey we're getting into it. so I I I pointed out the monkey lizard on the roast was because like again kind of like this weird humorous thing because then he also had the oh. monkey lizard in the cage. Okay, going, I oh up, basically kind of having like a, oh god I'm next. Yeah, look, um, I messed that up. That's on me. Oh, don't worry about it. Uh, Mando goes into an underground area where there are a bunch of armor wearing Mandalorians. And goes to the armor maker. Uh, we get some quick flashbacks from Mando of parents stuffing him away during a siege. So that's yeah, that's where he's meeting up with the armor and talking to her. That you know she gets the best scar steal from him and just makes that shiny little little uh shoulder pauldron for him. Again, so this is where like I, I guess in the more that I go through the books, maybe it'll reveal it. I don't know, but this is my, my <laughs> problem with it. So it's that Mando travels to underground city whatever the Mandalorians, like pretty much like yeah. you said, and then sits down with, sits down a uh, meeting with uh, the Mando blacksmith. But like, again, like the, the Mandalorians were, I don't want to say race, but like culture, however you want to put yeah, it, culture, a culture. That was feared. So why are they like, why are they hidden? Like I get that it's, after well, the remember, well, uh, like we got from Book of Boba Fett, they did the whole flashback of showing the Imperials blasting them to holy hell. They're right. kind of keeping a little low key now after their their whole city and planet was completely eviscerated by the yeah. Empire. So that's uh, so my, more so which all that Boba. explanation only came later, right? So, so again, it doesn't do me justice. But now, for, but for like, right yeah. now, it's just kind of like uh, okay. Well, that's why I was taken because I was trying to. As we, I know we did Book of Boba first, so I'm trying to go about this as I haven't. I know, same it's here, hard. same here. It's hard, it but yeah. So, but yeah, to your point, um, introduces uh, Best Card to the Armorist. Um, what it says? Uh, oh, yeah, it says uh, taken in the Great Purge. Don't know if that's canon. Um, and then triggers a yeah, a flashback. F is what we would assume is childhood and gets the pauldron. Yep. So. Uh, <clears throat> so let's see. Yeah, Mando lands on planet, does some scouting, and is attacked by some creatures to be saved by an Ugnot on a domesticated. What is he called? What do they call it? Uh, blurgs. Blurgs. Yeah. I said. Blurg. I just said. Blurg. I just said Mando spots two lizards. Oh, I said Mando travels to Rocky Planet. Fob goes off. His Prius must be nearby. Uh, Mando <laughs> spots two lizards. Blurgs battles the two, and then he meets the Ugnot. I have battles. Spoken. He get he gets trampled on until the the Ugnot comes along and saves them. Uh, well, <laughs> there's our Mandalorian listen, for you. That's a lot of riding. Okay, so I just put battles. <laughs> But, uh, uh, yeah, I had Ugnot offers to help Mando and tells him how he will get to his target and says he will need to write a blurg in blurg. order to be to get where he's going. I'm like, Ugh. okay, so we then yeah. do this the the little runabout of him trying to learn to ride the blurgs. Ugh. Yeah, uh, so he and then the Ugnots, I had I made a note. Speaks of Mandalorians writing Mythosaur? 
Yeah, is that like a Did you, like? I don't know what the hell does? that is. I don't know. I, I try to I, research it. I'm I guessing don't know. that's a Disney thing. I don't know. Probably it's a because the only thing I the only story. thing I remember Mandalorians writing were the basilisk, basilisk. war droids. Yeah, why not basilisk. say that? <laughs> why not you? Why not say that? Oh, because it's too violent and basilisk <laughs> kills a lot of people. And this, <laughs> well, you you have a, a saying that you always say: glassed over continents. Yeah. <laughs> like, so you go from a basilisk, which is you know again canon to like mythosaur. Like I don't, yeah. I was like, but it's so much better just to use the term basilisk. But again, I this is what. But Mando learns to become an eight second blur rider champion, and then Ugnot tells him, uh, "You're a Mandalorian. Your ancestors rode the great mythosaur." This is irritating. Yeah, here, here we go. Here we go. This is. Did you pull it up? Was a continent or two turned to glass? Yes. <laughs> a true Mandalorian. Can always count on Candors. <laughs> Love Candors. He should run for president. Uh, <laughs> Prime minister. Oh God. Um. So what was it? Uh. Mythosaur, uh, that little tidbit gives Mando the ability to creature handle and tame the blurred to ride. Did he use the force there? I I don't know. He just tapped into whatever the Mythosaur taming required, and he apparently, that was his little... um, Listen, I only... His His little kick in the butt to, to do just that. I told myself I was I was really gonna try to view this as I hadn't read the or read I hadn't seen Book of Boba, but you know I don't know he's a Mandalorian. Tars Vista apparently was a Jedi. Uh, man, is that correct? <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe he's using the Force. I don't know. That would uh, not surprise me if he somehow does turn out to be a Force user, and he's gonna I be will... the he's gonna be the new new whatever no. Vizsla. To, don't uh, do it to... because he already has the dark shape. Don't do it. <laughs> my blood pressure just—it's at a steady ten right now. But uh, so, yeah, so man, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, uh, I was like, and I—I I, I couldn't help but you know make the point. Of course, the path they took did not seem like they needed special mounts. Like the, no. from what it showed, it did not require these creatures, other than for the Ugnot to go. I'm gonna make you ride these goddamn things. Yeah, because it's funny. And screw you. You I know the only thing they needed bit. to get through that, that terrain? You could have walked there. Legs. That's the only thing you need. Yeah. Legs. <laughs> Maybe the may, may carry the Ugnot. Maybe he would have trouble like walking, I guess, because you know, short problems. But you don't like you clearly could have walked. Yeah. Oh yeah. I think it's not this most anticlimactic. He could have walked walk. and flown there. Well, he didn't have um, his jetpack yet, right? No, he hasn't gotten his jetpack yet. But he um, could maybe use the force to fly. Yeah. <laughs> sure. So uh, then the, uh, the little Ugnot repeats, I have spoken. So we got our other little quotable thing there. Yes. Uh, after he gives Mando the rundown of the, the area full of mercs that he says doesn't belong there. Mando does a bit of scouting and then sees an IG-88 droid. That Thank you so in. much for doing that. Thank you so much for what? saying IG-88 because these oh, yeah. bastards call it IG-11. Did they call it IG? I thought they. I thought he no. even said it like it. Oh, no, he just said it as an IG droid. It's IG, he? but like when you read, like you pull up on like some of these websites uh, are calling it IG-11. It's like it's IG-88. 
That's well, I mean, that's how. I mean, yeah, it's like the mo- I think that's even supposed to be like the model because the, the eighty eight droid, and then and then there would be like extra hyphens for like the other versions of the droids. Um, IG eighty eight. But anyways, the uh, yes. the IG eighty eight droid is just walking into town to also get the bounty. Uh, Mando goes up to the droid and says to stand down. Gets shot, and he just so happens. To hit his shoulder pauldron that he got made of Beskar. Ironically. Right? I mean, wow. What luck. Maybe it's like... He gets gets hit right there. You know, the the common theme that I'm seeing throughout this this show and and even the Book of Boba is like, Beskar is just a magnet for blaster fire. Pretty much. I mean... It it, it 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 is both a magnet for it and at the same time the magic deflector of it. Because this is like force field built in, yeah, right off. I put uh, Mando, IG, uh, Mando and IG team up to take on the assailants. Uh, the at the 3140 at the 3149 mark, um, you can hear somebody yelling, uh, booty, 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 or you can pull (laughs) it back up. I'm not joking in the background, yeah, is it booty, booty, booty? Okay, I can do that. I, I gotta I gotta I gotta hear this. Hang on, let me let me pull up the I have it still on my computer. Uh let's see, let's see, let's see. This I gotta hear that. At least it's, it's what I heard. And maybe it's not exactly booty booty booty, but it definitely sounds like So it. what what do you say? The 30... 3149 minute mark of the thirty one forty nine. Yeah. I bagged that to like thirty thirty one like forty seven or something like that. It's like a, it's a okay. Nico, Nico, whatever. <laughs> Do you hear it? I heard it. <laughs> yes. Hang on, it gets me... better, though. It gets better. But, um, and then, uh, oh, God, what did I write it? Oh, and then you, okay. So then I wrote, um, IG is like, uh, I'm not getting captured. I'm going to blow myself up and take all you bastards with me. And then Mando uh, is like, uh, bad plan, let's not cover me. And then jump to 32-37. Jump Hang to 32. Let me, let me, let me, let me uh, pull, pull this up. And tell me if you, you can hear it. Can you hear it? No. Damn it. Okay, you got to figure a way to play this. it, though. Huh? You got to figure out a way to get the sound because it's hilarious. I, dang it. Yeah, does it not let you? Does it not let you share it? I don't know. I don't know with the, with sharing the file. That's like fine. That. But uh, but go down to so you can listen to it again. So go down to thirty two thirty seven mark because you're gonna hear it again. Thirty two thirty seven. Yeah, do, do, do like thirty two thirty five. Thirty two. Oh, wait, I was at 33, my bad. Yeah, 32. Hang on, 32, 35? Yeah, dude, you should hear it again. <laughs> I completely missed that when I was watching dude. it. That sounds so funny. I'm not I'm not as sick. I promise you I'm not sick. But as I'm, I'm like, I just hear this dude yelling, booty, but And then I wrote, somebody give him the booty. Oh, you know what? I think I know what my problem was. Hang on. All right. So I'll, I'll at least try and get this. 32, 30. All right. So the so one was the 31, 49, and then 32, 37. Here's the 32, 35 spot. 
Oh, you stupid thing. Knock it off. Come on. All right. Can't, uh, did you hear that really quick? Let's see. You play it? Yeah. No. Ah, darn it. Oh, well. It's not going to do it. All right. Well, I'll, for, I'll have to figure that out for Figure it out, but it's it's hilarious. <laughs> Probably the highlight of the whole episode is the dude better, just better, yelling. Better. At, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, God. I, so. Yeah. That. Thank you for catching that. I had no idea. <laughs> yeah. That one was this. I was just more like focused on the other stuff. The, the other, yeah, the the, the gunfight and everything. And I'm, yeah, because uh, like I said, the shoulder pull during the shootout in the little town takes place as the IG droid and Mando tries to make it to their bounty. Um, then they do the whole, the repeated joke of the droid wanting to initiate self-destruct. Yeah. Uh, like, well, it's, oh, wait, I said droid wants to initiate self-destruct that gets turned into a gag. Yeah. Um, then with the, uh, then, you know, again, you know, this is a funny thing. He's, he was so adamant in the, be- in the first part of the episode of no droids, no droids. And then you but find here him, he is, yeah. here he is willing to work with the droid. Now, granted, it's for potentially you know i guess you could say selfish means or whatever but right. you know he's still doing so right you're already kind of compromising that characteristic a little bit by you know doing that yeah least, unless i'm wrong here but you know yeah. i'm just like uh eh, sorry hi it's just funny just um, going back and forth yeah yeah well this is again they lack consistency um so I said with uh with the IG droid he uses it as a distraction. Mando quickly snags the guy off the blaster cannon that he then jumps onto and blasts everything that they couldn't hit before. Because apparently that, yeah. that cannon that cannon was magical. Yeah. So I mean that's pretty pretty <laughs> much the same thing. I wrote. I said uh they bring in the big guns. IG really wants no part in this, keeps wanting to blow himself up. Mando grapple shots the M sixty one Vulcan. Um, and goes full <laughs> Rambo on them. Yeah, I mean that was pretty and much. Then it, IG's right? like, "Well played, I'll stay with you." Right. <laughs> and then it's like this is this next part is like it's so stupid. It's like Mando to IG, you good? He's like that blaster shot was pretty nasty. You good? Like, yeah, he's a freaking droid guy. A, he's a droid. B, I thought he didn't like droids, so why is he bothering asking? And three. He's an he's an IG eighty eight droid. You think that they're probably able to withstand a couple, you know, uh, I, I don't know, just but it's like, like it's more the, so irritating because he's like suddenly, your point. He's suddenly cares. caring about a droid when in the beginning of this episode he beat the shit out of some randos in a bar that yes, we're starting to start some shit with him, but he beats the shit out of him and then tears a dude in half. Yeah. He didn't need to do that, did he? No, the guy yeah. was running away. He could have just let him go. He wasn't a bounty. So <laughs> he's not going to give a shit about this guy's life that he decided to cut in half. He's really proven he's gonna care. Point that everybody gonna, goes, yeah, we all grow soft in our old age. He's going to care about this droid that he just partnered up with out of the blue on a whim. And he's like, oh, hey, you okay? Yeah, you good, man? You good, Very bro? nasty. <laughs> <laughs> I just 
I oh god. Okay, so what are your thoughts on the on the next part where they got obviously get into the door? And well, they yeah, use... they use the I, I said they uh, uses the blaster cannon to get into the door where their bounty is. Uh, not and then he says not so bad for a droid. So now you pay him a compliment. Yeah, now he's complimenting him too. So he's I'm, really I'm got, on I mean... to you, Mando. <laughs> I'm on to you, Pascal, you little rascal. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. Um, this, yeah, this whole next scene, man. Like, they blasted we, the yeah, door. We get, yeah, uh, uh, what did I have here? We get our first look at the baby. Um, the droid says it has orders for termination. So, apparently, he got different orders than what Mando got. Because, right. yeah, the Imperial was like, we want it back alive, but we know how your business is. If need be, it can be cold. It can be dead, but I, we prefer yeah. it. We want it alive. I almost got the eyes the the impression or from when I, you know, grandpa pigeon moth was like, was almost like, I'd rather it be dead, but dungeon master doctor. Yeah. Like, that was, you, you, you kind of got that, but it was like, but yeah, because the the doctor guy was like no that's not what we agreed upon right because he was like no 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 we were supposed to get it alive so you know uh, <sighs> so <laughs> so uh and then uh yeah like I said the droid apparently apparently had termination orders specifically because it wasn't even like oh we got it alive cool let's let's bounce bro no, it was a full on. I'm gonna shoot this little bastard now because I got termination orders. <laughs> I get no consistency. So who gave what? Who who's giving the orders? Is it Grandpa Pigeon Moth? Is it the Bounty Hunter Guild? Not Guild? The Carl Weathers? Yeah, was he like, hey, I no, I from from my understanding is that they they were handed out these the the what was it like little chip or whatever little yeah. scannable Q code, um, QR code whatever, uh, but. Yeah, they that that was the thing that was the show. I'm here for this job. Yeah, and yeah, it seemed like it was the moth that was, or I think he was. Was he a moth? What? I, what, what, I see that we don't even know what he is. I don't know. It doesn't is really it matter. Um, but no, it seemed like you know they were they were recruiting plenty of people. Although according to the little Ugnot, tons of them had died already. Right. So there was during that. the long journey to the encampment. Either the long journey, or once they got to the town, they were killed there by all the goons. Um, no, that journey seemed pretty treacherous. I bet you the the rocks <laughs> killed them. Well, no, he said he helped all of them. Oh, well. So he helped all of them get there. They just didn't make it back. Maybe alive. he, maybe the, uh, maybe he killed. You know, you can't trust an ugnot. Well, I wouldn't. Bastards. Yeah, I wouldn't. Those ugly little bastards. Yeah. We saw we saw what they did to they were on. just little trash trash demons. Okay, they remind me of raccoons. <laughs> they remind me of raccoons, little tra- trash pandas. Well, if you remember uh, uh, Empire Strikes Back, that's all they were doing was shifting sifting through the garbage. Yeah, bastards. Uh, <laughs> um, but then it was the droid says it. Yeah, the termination orders. Meanwhile, Mando shoots the droid. And has the beginning a little moment with the has a little moment with with uh, with uh, Grogu there. Right. Honestly, so, you know, it probably would have been better if they'd ended it right with that blaster shot. That would have right. been like you know that that stinger. Yeah. Uh, oh my god! 
did he kill? I mean, you wouldn't yeah. know he didn't kill the the little creature for sure. But it would have certainly at least been kind of that hook of oh, what happened? Well, I found it interesting. I don't know the full anatomy of the IG eighty eight droid, but like I would assume, how many eyes do you think that, and sensors do you think this droid has? And for him just to pull out a blaster and shoot him in the side of the head, like is that re- how like how real this this thing's head spins? So like how realistic? <laughs> Well, consider, is, yeah, what he was doing in that town, what he was doing in the town and shooting up everybody in the he town. Was doing a, and all yeah, that. He was doing a better spin move than Cyclops in the Book of Boba. <laughs> I'll never, I got to really, I got to really try hard not to bring up Book of Boba. I really want to do this from, but no, it's no, so he, hard. Hey, it's, it's, it's all going off of this stuff, you know? Yeah. Um, so. Nah, I mean, it it's his been again, that inconsistent character the character i don't know character traits yeah that I don't want to stick to yeah so it's just like oh you know i can he he's just standing right there the the droid was more focused on probably on, on killing killing uh killing grogu than it was on mando because as far as it knew it was having a um it, they they had a a partnership for the for that time being, and they were going to split the split best the reward, whatever. Yeah, is, yeah, or the best car. He's probably yeah. Mando was probably would have taken the best car and went peace out. What do you think a droid would spend money on credits on? Uh, I imagine starship stuff to fly around and everything. So that would be it. That would be it. I, I mean, if it's a bounce. But uh, I mean, otherwise, I don't know if how much independence this particular droid has. You know, yeah, eh. kind of interesting. Yeah, but you got then you got to mention the whole ET phone home finger scene between. Um, okay, so yeah, yeah, I, yeah. That I was trying to put put something to that. I was like, this is like something I know it is. But I, it just wasn't coming to my brain, and that's probably about as close as I. Yeah, the whole ET sort of. For those of you that seen ET, if you're if you're not old enough, then <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. Go watch that movie. Uh, traumatized me as a kid, by the way. Did it really? Oh yeah, traumatized me. Can't do it. Hate ET. <laughs> so I have a, I have a, yeah. Oof. Anyways, okay. But... <laughs> Let's not go down the dark path. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um yeah. Uh I mean that's so so watch it so rewatching it. Yeah. Has anything changed for you? Like watching it so watching it for the first time and then go, going to the book of going to book of book, but now rewatching it. You I know it was a long time. Do you see it in a different light now? Or is it is it still the same well, mediocre? Like I, like I like I said, I, I I de- at least rewatching it now, yeah, I kind of had a little. I look, I looked at it a little differently. I saw a little more of what they were kind of trying to set up for the Mandalorian, right? And what kind of what kind of setting and the way they were wanting it to be, kind of I don't know themed as because, like I said, it, yeah, themed as kind of like the guy that comes into town gets his gets his bounties and goes or just kind of you know the the lone wanderer type going from planet yeah. to planet sort of thing and you know 
it it's trying to it sets them up yeah like it is the best part is that whole beginning scene with the with the cantina fight and yeah. chopping the dude in half which we kind of get a retell re- retelling of that just with the dark saber right in boba um but you know it, it's 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 trying to get this whole thing across while at the same time just kind of i don't know i mean i get like it, it like it, it was a, it was a good for it was a decent enough first pilot i remember first watching it going yeah this, this this is okay it's not the best thing in the world but again what with what we were already surrounded with even at that time still it was like yeah, it's, it will give it a chance. We'll see I just where the rest know. of this goes. But I mean, like you, I remember telling you, I, I had no desire to watch this. No, yeah. I, and I, if it if it wasn't for the fact that I, you know, just knowing, hey, I gotta keep up with certain things just so I can talk to people, <laughs> right? Because <laughs> all I'll talk about is old shit, right? Not no, that, wants and to that's talk about old shit. So well, I'm like, okay, I'll I'll have I'll 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 get I'll check this. Yeah, out. you but, and I are cut from the same cloth. <laughs> and we can talk about, you know, old Star like I don't even want to say old Star Wars, but like we can talk about canon and it's and it's enjoyable, but like so we're on the same page. But then it's like there's so many people that like this stuff. And it's and I and that's the biggest like I guess gap that I like I don't well, know how. I mean and it, it probably has to do with because like I am a purist when it comes to like canon and George Lucas and I just I I don't know, man. But the there's, there is, is a lot of this is the, like the, this is the way I'll I could one way I could possibly look at it is that you know we look at it yeah from a more questioning eye. Yeah, we we pay attention. We pay attention to what's going on. We aren't just mindlessly. I mean, there are things the that you Kool-Aid. can just, yeah. There are things you can just mindlessly watch and just kind of shut your brain off. But there are things. There are then other things. Generally, like this, that you're supposed to pay attention to, watch the story, see how it takes, see how it plays out, right. what takes place, yada yada yada. So, and that I mean, for a lot of us, that's what it's always been about. We've right. paid attention to the six movies, George Lucas's full-on story. We paid attention right. to it. We know about it. We know what is going on. All that fun stuff. So. But for for everybody else, they're just the the cat. I hate to use consumer, but that's what they are. They're just the casual consumers of media. Right. They don't care. They just want more, more, more. Gimme, gimme, gimme. Uh. So to them, it's very easy to just kind of eat this stuff up. But again, they don't go but, back and rewatch yeah. this stuff. I didn't. The only reason why I'm going back and rewatching this is because I thought it would be a good, uh, good thing to use for us to talk about. No, for sure. And I think, definitely wanted just, to rip into some episodes. Right. So, but so does that just so? Like, I'm not saying that like the show didn't specifically reference Baby Yoda, but that has become a thing. So does that yeah. now justify them for using the term Baby Yoda because Lucas himself? Did an interview and said, I specifically, like, I will find the clip and I'll send it to you so you can post it. But he said, I specifically did not really, like, give him a species. Yoda was just right. supposed yeah, to be this mysterious character. Yeah. So when you say, like, baby Yoda, like, are you just, like, ah, is you so weird? Like, 
How no, can you I, do this? Just, I think just for at least originally marketing purposes, that was the easiest term to go with. And that was basically what everyone was already calling it anyways, was baby Yoda. Cause right. it looked like Yoda and it does. So yeah. eh, it's what you'd it imagine Yoda, Yoda would look it like as a baby. It doesn't have Yoda's nose. So you can't say it looks like it. <laughs> <laughs> you know? No. So I, yeah, I think. Nor his appetite, it. apparently. Uh, I, don't know. I never saw. I saw Yoda eating bean little, soup in his head. This little bastard not, just keeps eating everything. Yeah, I don't think I ever saw Yoda at one time eat freaking frogs. But <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's just it, it, I think that's the biggest gap in mine, and I'm not trying to go down a rabbit hole. But yeah, it's like uh, trying to understand where these like these I guess children of the mouse are like. Not that I'd ever want to, but I, I do try to say like like how like where are you coming from? Like how can you? I don't know. Maybe I'll just die in my ways. It feels that way, right? Yeah. yeah, I guess I'm just, you know, I'm stuck in my ways. They're stuck in theirs. All right, fine. You know. But do you do you notice that though? Like you and I, like you know, do you you see like there's a lot more? There's a lot of people out there that are like it's always children of the mouse. It's always even where we live. Well, it's it's always funny talking to some people because yeah. I'll I'll go into it. I'll get into it. I'll 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 I don't give a I don't give a I give a fuck. I'll 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 tell it the way I see it. And you know, some people do rebuttal back a little bit, but then they just end up eventually after time they're just like, "Oh, you're just so cynical." Right. I'm like, "I'm maybe you, that may be true, but I like to also look at it as, you know, I'm I'm trying to I don't. It's like I'll I'll say I don't want to hate on this, but it's just what pops. Oh, you, out. you ha- it's the only option you have. It's but do you find pop, it interesting? This is what pops out to me. I mean, we've had so much yeah. time of good content from the video games, from George Lucas's movies, right, and and the books and the comics, and it's like now you're telling me I'm supposed to enjoy this plate of shit when yeah. I've had like a buffet. <laughs> Of of just prime a, yeah, a of prime rib and you know all, right. all sorts of goodies. It's like how am I supposed to reduce myself to 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 this and you know to bow to oh well it's new co- it's it's the quote unquote lore. Right. Uh, no, I no, I don't care. This is do you ever just... find yourself like when you get into an argument or a debate with mm-hmm. the children of the mouse? They have absolutely. <laughs> No leg to stand on. And I told you, I had this conversation at, at work where somebody had made the comment that, like, Mandalore wasn't a title, that it was a planet. And then they got into the whole, like, yeah. Bo-Katan was the first one that had the dark. Like, just this week. And it's like. Ah, they've been contradicted now, thanks to the Boba, uh, right? of Boba Fett. <laughs> but do you, do you find that? Like, when you, when you like, okay, I'll, I'll dialogue with it. I'll have a dialogue with this. Yeah. Children, the child of the mouse. But, like, they have no evidence to present. And they have no, like, to stand on. No. So, therefore, Not it's just usually. like, well, no, you're wrong. They get, they get kind of. they get, what George happens, Lucas they, wasn't a person. And he never lived. And Star Wars is just Disney. What's funny is, is that they kind of get that deer in the headlights look of like, right. oh, wow, this is somebody that's actually, you know, saying something negative about the current Star Wars product when you think most people will be used to that. But no, it's like they're almost kind of a little shocked and bewildered that right. it's like, oh, 
Oh. But then when you bring up when you bring up canon or like you know like for instance like Mandalore being a planet and a title, they're like, well, that's your truth, not mine. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? It's like I, I you know, like, what did you just say to me? Yeah, like, no, I, I, I've even. What's funny though is I've even you know encountered some people where they're like, uh, they'll bring they'll bring up some of the rumor mill stuff of um. How they all, how there's been the whole thing flying around of, oh, they're going to retcon the story. They're going to retcon the sequel trilogy, yada, yada, yada. And I've even caught people by surprise when I'm like, no, they freaking won't. Do you really think the mouse is going to admit they did something wrong? I think I I know that with this stuff, man. Yeah. I I some people are now starting to finally come around and go, yeah, maybe the sequel trilogy wasn't that great. And I go, and we're stuck with that. Right. We're Some stuck people with are it. like, oh, Snoke's the greatest dark Sith. He's the greatest Sith ever. What are you talking about? Well, and then you fact, try to like, fact, have you met Sheev? Oh, God. Don't, you, no. I don't even count. I don't even count Snoke as a Sith or anything. Right. At best, he might be a dark Jedi, but that's as far that's about as much context as we've got for them. Sith wasn't even really mentioned until what the the rise of Skywalker, and that right. did involve Sheev. Yeah, but that was it. Well, I'm just saying this is the kind piss of stuff. Off. And yeah, it's like yeah, piss off back to your hut that you live in. But no, here here was something kind of funny that. Uh, oh, there we go. Uh, this guy uh, open airlock policy on uh twitter that i follow he's another you know eu purist and it was funny because he's like guys the kennedy camp in in the civil in the civil war has a book out connecting all star wars and in, in the disney era uh her projects are circled red and the good one we liked is circled in blue if it's not her camp then the john and dave camp are john, uh, uh, john favreau and dave filoni uh camp are making it just so they don't lose their jobs because I mean, look at we—they're putting out the timelines book, and it's including the sequel trilogy. We've got the Ugh. you know the High Republic, and everything else that follows. Even the <laughs> oh, is it, what is that? Oh, that's Rebels. Um, yeah, there. I mean, it's being included, all of it. So yeah. it's not going away. And I, I did get, I yeah. did kind of, I did kind of have some fun. I, I responded with, "It's totes forty chess, brah. They're just trying to make sure, make her feel comfortable, and then uh, when the when she's least expected, bam, she'll be out of there. Just you wait and see." <laughs> uh, I mean, it's been this whole rumor yeah. of like, you know, w- there's a civil war going on at, at the Disney Lucas Lucasfilm camp. There's fight in fighting. There's it's gonna come down to it. No, it's not. They're all in bed with each no. other. They're all working together to make this garbage. No, I I I think I spe- I distinctly remember. I think it was an article, but what you're talking about, like them retconning seven eight nine or whatever it is, and or like they're not gonna do it because then they have to. To your point, they admit that they were wrong and they're not gonna do it. Yeah. No, it's a, so. It requires doing that. So now, uh, you know, like I said, with the, with this first episode, it was yeah. Let's do our. Rating. It was a good. No, it was a, it was a decent. It was a decent enough setup. Again, Phil has its inconsistencies. 
here and there. Um, I mean, I'll I can only say it just doesn't does it's okay. It doesn't find enough job to to get into it. But it's like like I said, it was kind of hard for me to finally just sit down and watch this because I already know what I that was a problem. I knew what I was walking into, and I had for to kind of sure. fight that. Uh, but. Yeah, well, let's, it was... let's do this. It was it easier to watch this first episode than the first chapter of Book of Boba. Um, well, again, I I mean, I knew what I was walking into with right. with Mandalorian, so it's like kind of like, oh crap! I already said we were going to do this. <laughs> right? No, I know. Oh, do I really want to? I'm like, okay, okay, boom. Well, Book of Boba Fett was just like, okay, I just got to see what kind of shit show this turns into or doesn't turn into. My curiosity was just kind of that it's now just kind of it. I'm just waiting to see how big a dumpster fire each of these shows becomes now because it just means for us, we get to rant and and roast it. So that's my positive that I take from it now. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, it was probably easier just to jump into that. But I mean, first time when I first watched Mando, legitimately, I mean, it was probably about the same. It was probably about the same yeah, for the same. for both of them. I was just kind of curious what they were going to do with this and what, yeah, ha- what kind of direction they were going to take this all in. So, I think I, I remember when when this first came out, you and I were talking about it. I think it worked, yeah. and I'm probably still equally as pissed now as <laughs> I was when I first watched it. Um, the only thing I, that has really changed is like i guess watching the book of boba and then reading the bounty hunter books is given a little bit more oh you're gonna get so jaded now uh well (laughs) hey you know it's fine because you know it's canon so any use absolutely uh yeah no i don't know how we grade it but yeah like i said it was decent enough first start i'd say if you know i'll be generous and say it's like maybe five out of ten i i'm gonna sound like a dick with my score (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> give it like a three just because Oof. he uh he grapple shot the uh, grapple shotted the core and oh, you really so give it a five maybe i'm just maybe i'm just i like i said i could just being generous but i mean yeah. you know the, yeah make that, me look that, bad that bit that, be, that beginning scene was good the little yeah the little little i mean i get i know i've railed on about freaking one-liners but it's like yeah he he was in that little standoff and like you said it was yeah that was a bit of a mandalorian moment of going yeah i like these odds i'm yeah i'm I'm willing to take y'all down let's do this right so people are gonna think like you're just a shyster you're just (laughs) you're just too hard you're just a critic it it definitely like i said it just it it went through weird moments where it was trying to be one thing and then was doing another thing a little bit Um, but it, I remember just being like, Yeah, this isn't a bad start, you know. When I, when I, even when I first watched, it's like, right. Okay, it's not as bad as I thought it was gonna be, could have been, but it's, you not, think it it's been not as great as it could could have been Book of Boba Fett. Oh, that's true. <laughs> that's they've set the bar now, the bar's been set on just the <laughs> pretty much. I mean, like it was. They wanted to build this character. They didn't want to build anything to do with Boba Fett. All right. So, go figure. Well, I'm excited to keep. Yeah. So, what are your thoughts on episode? Yeah. Well, we'll get into it. But are you excited? 
to roast uh, episode two. Yeah, and I'm trying to remember what episode. Well, yeah, because then this is yeah, that's gonna be when they're bringing his. Oh, oh, yeah. I'm starting to remember a little bit of that episode. Uh, okay, yeah. I'm. Oh, oh boy. Yeah. Buckle up. Buckle lunch for this those is this is this is also where okay. I'm remembering this up that episode. The second episode is definitely where I already started having some problems with this freaking show. Yeah. Pack the lunch <laughs> before clock. Uh, was it uh, Mountain Time? Oh, that's right. Uh, next week we might be starting a little bit later because for work I'm not getting off till a little bit later around three thirty. That's so fine. I might, yeah. I might not be. We might start maybe four thirty or five. That's probably fine. five. This probably is five. actually really good because so. this episode, to your point, like I like this is where I'd agree where I started like really kind of messing with me. Uh, not feeling <laughs> it, not driving it, but this will give us enough time to pack a lunch, get a blanket. It's gonna be great. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, I'm excited. All right. Okay. Well, everyone, thanks for listening or watching. Y'all have a good one.